There is a woman in our church group who told me that she was raised in the Baptist church. She went forward at church and signed a pledge that she would not have sex outside of marriage. Then she had sex outside of marriage, became pregnant, married the man, had another child by him, they divorced, and then she wanted to marry another man. But apparently she had heard somewhere that if you did that, you would be committing adultery. So she and this person that she wanted to marry went to some kind of preacher and asked him, as a divorced woman, am I permitted to remarry? He said, well, of course you are. My sister's divorced and remarried. So they married. She was then born again and began reading the Bible. And she said she saw by the scriptures in the Bible that she, as a divorced woman, committed adultery when she remarried. She was so angry with this pastor who had approved this. We all have Bibles. Establish your doctrine not by going to a pastor, but by reading the New Testament Bible and by praying to God, asking him to show you the doctrine of the New Testament church. Establish it by the scriptures in the New Testament Bible. There are quite a few scriptures in the New Testament which shows you the truth. As a divorced woman, if you remarry after divorce, you commit adultery. And the man who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. These are scriptures. I'm going to read them in just a moment. Establish it by the Bible, not by what some preacher says. By the Bible. This woman was still angry like 30 years after the fact. Still angry with this pastor for not telling her the truth. The Holy Spirit said something to me about this woman. Said, well, weren't they already having sex when they went to the pastor? to see if they could marry. So I said to her, weren't you already having sex at the time you went to the pastor to ask if you could marry? She got deathly quiet. And then she said, yes. If you're already committing fornication, it's really a sad thing to go to a pastor to see if you can marry. We're going to look at the scriptures today on the subject of divorce and remarriage. There's a different path presented for the man versus the woman. For men, the only scriptural reason given in the Bible for a man to divorce his wife 
is if his wife is unfaithful. We had a man in our church group. I heard he had filed divorce proceedings against his wife. I called him and asked him if this was true. And he said, yes, yes, I have. I said, was she unfaithful to you? Dead silence. Then he said, no. And I said, that's the only scriptural reason for a man to divorce his wife. I told him, read Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. After reading that, he counseled with the courts the divorce proceedings. Matthew 5.32, Jesus says, But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, divorce his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery, Jesus is saying, she will remarry and it will be adultery, but you will be the cause of the adultery for divorcing a faithful wife. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Matthew five thirty-two. If a man divorces a faithful wife and she remarries, it will be adultery, but her first husband will be the cause of the faithful wife's adultery. And the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. My best friend was a woman who had married when she was living in Italy on some type of scholarship. They came back to the United States and he left her. She met a man at church and began dating him and they married. Now apparently he knew this scripture that the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery because I said to him, if you had known Donna had been married and divorced, do you think you would have dated her? He got very silent. Because, see, she kept it a secret that she was divorced. And he said, no, I don't think I would have. She kept it a secret. He chose to date her. He fell in love with her and married her. And she told him before they married, she'd been divorced. He went ahead with the marriage. It's tragically sad that these scriptures on divorce and remarriage are not taught in today's churches. I've never heard this taught in any church that I have attended. I simply read it in the Bible. It should be taught in churches. 
But there's so much sin in churches because these scriptures are kept back. Now, they could read it for themselves, so they're guilty. But so are the pastors guilty for not teaching these things. So are the teachers guilty. So are the individuals in the church guilty for failing to teach the young people these things. For women in the church, in the Bible, there is nothing that says they have any option to divorce a husband. There is no scripture which permits a woman to divorce her husband. Paul says it is a commandment of the Lord that the wife not leave her husband. But if she does leave her husband, she is to remain unmarried or return to her husband. 1 Corinthians 7, 10, 11. And unto the married I command, says Paul, yet not I, but the Lord. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but, and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. When a believer is married to an unbeliever, 1 Corinthians 7, Paul says, But to the rest speak I, not the Lord. If any brother hath a wife that believeth not, and she be pleased to dwell with him, let him not put her away. And the woman which hath an husband that believeth not, if he be pleased to dwell with her, let her not leave him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Else were your children unclean, but now are they holy. Verse 15. But if the unbeliever depart, let him depart. If he's pleased to dwell with you, or she's pleased to dwell with you as you dwell as a Christian, don't leave that person or divorce that person. But if they want to depart from you because you're a Christian, it says a brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases, but God hath called us to peace. Verse 16, For what knowest thou, O wife, whether thou shalt save thy husband? Or how knowest thou, O man, whether thou shalt save thy wife? As a believer, do not divorce the unbeliever and do not leave the unbeliever if you're a believer. Let the unbeliever leave you. But, You've got to be really careful with this one. Jesus says this about divorce and remarriage. Mark chapter 10. But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. Verse 7. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother 
and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain, but one flesh. At the time of sexual intercourse, the two people become one flesh. Whether they're married or whether it's with a prostitute or whether it's just a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. At the time of sexual intercourse, you become one flesh. Paul tells us that in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, start at verse 15. Mark chapter 10, verse 10. And in the house, Jesus' disciples ask him again of the same matter of divorce, remarriage. Here's the bottom line. Mark chapter 10, verse 11. And he, Jesus, saith unto them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. Till death do you part is real. For how can one flesh be separated by a divorce paper? Will that really separate one flesh? Much evil takes place on this earth in the last days before Jesus returns, and especially in the churches because they cast away scripture and stop teaching the whole scripture and Antichrist moves into the church just as soon as you stop teaching scripture. There are many, many, many Antichrist churches today and we can't attend them because sitting and failing to have scripture spoken is a great sin in the church. And when Jesus comes, he will destroy those churches. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8 through 12 tells us that. Reading from Second Thessalonians chapter 2, let's start at verse 3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for the day of the Lord shall not come, except there come a falling away first. God said to me in 1982 concerning this scripture, the falling away are not people leaving the church. The falling away are the churches leaving the scriptures. We have been seeing this for decades. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day of the Lord. Jesus can't return until there comes a falling away first. That has been happening for most of my life as a Christian. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, Antichrist, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he 
as God, set it in a temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Verse 8. When Jesus returns, and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Thank you for allowing me to warn you and hopefully awaken you. You cannot sit and eat and drink with the disobedient at church. And the churches are filled with many who are Antichrist, who have a spirit of Antichrist, who go in ways opposite to the Bible and hide their sins from the church. And when the church knows about their sins, what do they do with them? Love them? No, you're supposed to put them out of the church. Jimmy Swigert is one who was committing sex with a prostitute. He was caught in the sin. He appeared on television on his show, tearfully, with tears screaming down his face, and says, I have sinned. Well, the Assembly of God, who ordained him as a minister, just loved him and said, we should pray for Brother Swaggart. Paul tells us, put him out of the congregation. 1 Corinthians 5. A few years later, he was caught again with a prostitute. This time he said, it's flat no one's business what I do. We're the members of the body of Christ. It's certainly my business what my hand does or what my foot does. And it's my business what the body of Christ does in secret. And your business. And we have to do what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 5. Don't keep company with such a wicked person. Put him away from you. That's the last verse of 1 Corinthians 5. You have to confront the evil in the church. But most people aren't doing that. They just say, oh, we're supposed to love them. And they gossip about it among others in the church. It's a terrible thing. Well, the sin just eats up the church. And all we can do is come out of it when we see it. And it will get worse and worse as we come nearer to the return of Jesus. The Apostle Paul, Second Timothy, 
chapter 3, verse 13, evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. It will get very bad. You can't be among that type of church group. It's Antichrist. They and their followers will be destroyed by Jesus because they receive not the love of the truth. They don't love the scriptures enough to do the scriptures. Take heed to yourself. Save yourself. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.